feel like my life is nonstop because it is. I work a full-time job managing a nightclub. I'm a mother to twins, a wife. I bake. I have a podcast and still manage to find time to work out, eat semi-healthy and be social and party. How the fuck do I do it? Honestly, I have no idea. (laughs) Are these areas of my life done flawlessly and to perfection? Absolutely not. Do I spread myself too thin? Absolutely. But I still fucking do it for some reason. I don't know what I did with all my time before kids. I really don't. You know, I've been in management for seven years and my job has always been like very demanding of my time. You know, pre-COVID life, we were open three to four nights a week, plus banquets and office days. That never changed during my pregnancy or now that I'm a mom. All week long, I get messages from staff and my bosses, emails from HR, marketing. I'm always on my phone. And we reopened with only five managers instead of seven. So I've been working a weekday beach club shift to help out the team, you know, on top of the office and the nightclub shifts. It's been exhausting, honestly, you know, especially because we've been so much busier than we ever have. So a lot of my life and my brain constantly revolve around Dre's. I love my job. You guys know this. I can't say it enough. I can't tell you guys how much I love my job and I can't say it enough, but sometimes it's physically and mentally draining, you know? So then we add kids to the mix, you know, first let me, let me address marriage in the nightclub industry and then we'll get to kids being married in Las Vegas, being married, working in the industry is only as difficult as you make it. You know, hubs has always hated cocktail waitresses or like the stereotypical cocktail waitress. And he's never gotten caught up in like that hype. You know, he worked at Tristan Excess, he did his job and came home, you know, with the occasional like after work visit to me at after hours or, you know, if he went to go grab a couple beers with the boys, you know, he partied hard with me for many, many years. You know, we were like wild people the first few years out here, but he's definitely over like that whole scene, you know, Um, but what's worked for us is that he understands and accepts like in this industry, you have to maintain like a love, like a certain level of relevance, you know, and he knows that I'm a social person. I love getting dinner with my friends or going to a pool party. You know, he knows that about me and he's cool as long as I'm communicating, being upfront with where I'm at, who I'm with. And of course, like coming home that night and I've never gotten so fucked up that I just like don't answer my phone or go missing. Now with kids, you know, and I'm not a super parent by any means, you know, I'm trying to be better with like involving my kids in more activities and socializing them. But fuck man, like last year I didn't take them anywhere, you know, with COVID, like I didn't want to leave the house. That was, that was hard, you know? And before, before that, they were just so hard to handle on my own, you know? And I think now they're a little older, they could like hold conversations, speak about what they actually need or want, you know, they kind of listen, you know, but fuck man, twins are so hard. It takes an army. It really does take an army to raise kids. Like, I don't know how people have twins and then like willingly have more children after that, (laughs) you know, or like, I know, so I know a girl back home that has quintuplets and she just had like another kid. And I'm like, why? fuck man like I don't want don't even want more kids um yeah but both my kids are potty trained you know they sit still for the most part like I'm trying to transition them into more activities they actually start school next week which is crazy um but you know I think the hardest part about like my busy life and like parenting is that like I try not to project like my mood onto them you know as a parent when your kids are being annoying or like you know, whiny, you know, it's, it's hard not to snap at them. You know, like a lot of the times I'm edgy, I'm tired. You know, the last thing you should do as a parent is like, let them feel that negative energy. You know, that's why it's, I think it's so important to spend your life, you know, with someone who supports you mentally. You know, if I'm having a rough day, like hubs will let me go to the room and write or read or podcast or whatever. And, you know, I know that if he's short fused, you know, maybe he could take the bike out, go to a cigar bar, whatever. Like you need people that recognize your weak moments and help you get through them. 
you know, I have so many friends or, you know, people that I know that are basically raising these little humans on their own because their spouse works a lot or like isn't a huge help. Like first, if you're one of my friends or not, or just someone that's in this situation, like if you let your spouse like not lift a finger in parenting or cleaning, like shame on you. Like I don't care how much your spouse financially financially supports your life or if you're a stay at home mom or dad. And for whatever reason, people don't think that's a full time job. Like if you're letting that happen and you're not standing up and saying like, I'm going to go to the store, like I need a moment. I'm going to go take a nap. Like, I'm sorry. That is your own fault. You know, people, people in your life are going to do as much as you allow them to. And I think that goes for like any situation, friendships, you know, family relationships, like, you know, bottling it up and bitching to people about it isn't going to change anything, you know, unless you're married to like that fucking guy from like sleeping with the enemy. Oh my God, that fucking movie. Um, But like your spouse, your baby daddy, like that's who you choose to make children with or marry, you know, maybe you didn't choose it, but you know, you still like, that's who you're going to spend your life with. So like, you need to be able to grow some balls and express your feelings. You know, I'm not telling you to turn into like a psycho bitch from hell, but like, you need to know how to communicate or nothing's ever going to change. And that's just life, you know? And if you, if you do communicate it and nothing changes, then I don't know, man, you need to, you need to go back and reference like the 30 something episodes that are on here about wasting time and energy on people that you shouldn't. Now, my social life is kind of interesting because I don't really keep a lot of close friends here in Vegas, you know, that know like the inner details of my life, you know, cause since I've been in management, it's been hard, you know, cause I, I do like a lot of the people that I manage, but I can't have like a real friendship with them outside of work. It complicates things. You know, when Carissa worked for me, her, her and I were best friends for many years before she came to nightclub. And my boss told me like, Hey, if we hire her, you know, that's basically going to be like your boyfriend. Like you have to understand that your relationship is going to be under this constant microscope. And it was, you know, people tried to use our friendship against me in any way that they could to benefit themselves. You know, if someone got in trouble for something, somehow my friendship with Carissa would come up when they were talking to HR. Like somehow my relationship with her had anything to do <laughs> with why they messed up on a check or came in late 15 times, you know, and I've learned through all the years of managing that most people I'm friendly with are not my friends and they'll probably throw me under the bus if they have to. And I get it. You know, we're all just out here trying to survive, not get fired. We have a livelihood, you know, money that we need. I get it. So when I'm out, yeah, sometimes I'm around staff. I do, I do party with staff, but I keep it very surface and like watch my words and actions at all times, you know, aside from like my normal and expected vulgarity that I just can't turn off. I'm sorry. Um, but honestly, by the ways, like the way that Instagram looks, it looks like I live like this crazy, crazy party lifestyle. But in reality, sometimes I just get like one good picture or video and I'm in bed by like 11 because <laughs> I'm fucking tired, mold. Uh, but that was me the other night. I think that happened like last week. I was like, okay, good times. Got to go by. Because uh, remember, we only show you what we want you to see on social media, you know? Um, but sleep, you know, everyone knows that sleep is so important. You know, this area of my life definitely needs some kind of improvement because people always ask me like, when do you sleep? And I'm like, what's that? Is that French? I don't know what that is. Uh, I get a few hours after work, you know, three or four if I'm lucky. And then I attempt a nap before I go back into work. You know, nights I'm not working, I strive for like a full like eight to nine hours, like a unisom. I smoke, I eat like a handful, like 40 to 60 milligrams of melatonin gummies. Clearly this is not healthy or ideal, but like getting a full night's rest at least two or three days a week is so fucking important to me. You know, the babies are in bed by 8.30 or so. And like after that, I'm, I'm in bed, I'm asleep. You know, Hubs is trying to watch stuff and I, I try to stay awake for it, but I don't because I'm tired. Uh, but they wake up anywhere between like five and seven. So I need to get like that full night of sleep. 
which circles back to like spending your life with someone who is fucking awesome. And he wakes up with the kids when they wake up. So, you know, <clears throat> I get up when the second kid gets up or if I have an alarm set or something, but, and then, uh, the gym, you know, a lot of people ask me like how often I work out, uh, every fucking day, most weeks I see my trainer like three to four times a week. Plus I go on my own when I can, you know, I've mentioned quite a few times about self-care and making things that are important, a priority, you know, the reason I go to the gym as often as I do is because it's very high on my priority list. I've actually like stopped going on Saturdays and Sundays so I could set, spend more time with the kids. Um, you know, cause that's important to me is spending more time with my children. But if you're someone who complains all the time about your body and says you never have time for the gym, but you still go out to dinner three times a week, or you still just lay around or party all the time, like the gym is not a priority for you. And that's okay if it's not, but like you shouldn't be complaining about like things that you're not going to change in your life, you know? And I have friends that would love to work out every day, but like with their work schedule, they can't, you know, like they, their priority is to be able to be home at night to put their kid to bed. And I totally get that. Like my life and my nighttime work schedule definitely helps in making this like time I spend in the gym possible. Because if I'm working until six, get home at seven, sleep a few hours, which a lot of times I don't even set my alarm. I just cannot sleep past like 11. I wake up, eat, work out, come home, go back to bed. You know, it's just part of the routine that I've set myself. And it just kind of like works for me. Uh, it actually took me weeks to get this episode out to you guys because I'm just so busy. Like being back to work, I, I started baking like crazy again, like just for fun because I actually really enjoy baking. Um, but then I started <clears throat> like bringing stuff into work. Everybody loves Missy Cakes. Totally get it. Uh, but I'm slanging cheesecakes like you wouldn't believe right now. So, which is awesome. Like, thank you guys. Anyone who's supported like my cheesecakes truly, truly love making people happy with food. You know, and it's funny because uh, like as busy as I am, like I enjoy taking the time out of my schedule to bake and do those things. But um, it's funny. Someone actually just said to me the other day, they were like, you know, I was so tired and like all I could think was you and like you have twins and you have a job and you bake and you podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't know how I do it. It's like autopilot. Um, but I just did an episode on self-care with my friend, Christina, her podcast. Uh, you got to check it out. It's called fearless as fuck the podcast. And, uh, when we do our episode, we already did the episode, but when it airs, like you definitely have to listen. Um, she's actually about to compete in, um, a WBFF competition next week. And she's going to, she's just going to fucking slay for sure. Uh, we actually met on what I like to call one of my self-care days <laughs> when, when we went to the lake, uh, her and I just like fucking fell in love, like totally hit it off. Like you wouldn't believe. Uh, but our episode, we talk about like all the ways you can practice self-care and like things that make you happy and, you know, getting fucked up at the lake that day was a self-care day for me. That's how I enjoyed my day. Um, cause that's all life is, you know, it's like these little moments and routines that bring joy to your life, but while also bringing joy to the people that you love, you know, and I feel like we put it on the back burner a lot. Like I'm definitely guilty of it, but podcasting is something I love. It's like my own little diary to you. I just really need to find some more time to actually do it. You can hit me when it's up, but what's up? You can hit me when it's up, but what's up? You can hit me when it's up, but what's up?